Welcome to the Drunken Jaguar. Today is October 17th. Your Jacksonville Jaguars are on a two-game losing streak, two and four. Very nice stuff, Bentley. Oh, those What's days up? at 500 were so nice. I know. I was feeling super good after the Broncos game, and now super good. We were we were doing Super Bowl chants leaving the Broncos stadium. Do you remember I mentioned how people were chanting like Owen? Oh, what, what were the Broncos? Owen oh, four. Oh, and f- oh, win four. four yeah. Look at now. Yeah, we're at the same record. We're at the same exact record as the Broncos. <sighs> Holy God! Holy God! And they're going to beat the Chiefs. Anyways, let's start by. Um, Finding out about your weekend. We went to a wedding. Didn't I did. invite me? Yes, I didn't invite you. I mean, I would have invited you had it been like my wedding, but it was my uncle's wedding. Uh, it was it was interesting, man. Not going to lie. Um, it was in the, the downtown sculpture garden in Dallas. And they had this thing where like, so my, my uncle's uh, mom is from Mexico and dad is from Texas originally. Mm. His wife's mom is from Mexico and dad is from Iran. And so we had like a legitimate like 30 minutes of like Iranian influence, like rooming, re- reading, sorry, reading like roomy poetry, sprinkling rose water on the couple <laughs> and stuff before, before a mariachi band came out <laughs> and like covered the reception. Uh, so they did a really good job like balancing different traditions and stuff, but uh, it also made it really entertaining. So it was a good time. Oh, sounds like fun. You were eating good too. I saw. Oh man, we ate, we ate really nice they had like themed tables of food so wow. i made uh, several trips secretly well that's that's fun i expect the invite next time as, oh, you, yeah. as you promised hey next time a close family member is getting married you're definitely gonna be invited good to know you want to hear about my weekend i i would love to hear about your weekend yeah it sucked well the jaguars lost and then i pretty much got shit-faced at at the bar with um one of my friends who will be a guest today oh nice the jaguars lost like in the end of the weekend, though. I mean, you had like a weekend before the loss. What do you mean? You had Saturday. You had Friday afternoon. Yeah, but when the Jaguars lose, the whole weekend's just a wash. <laughs> throw the whole damn weekend away. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really that's probably an interesting proof of like the, the uh, different subjective perspectives of space-time that like in another perspective of the universe, people already knew the Jaguars had lost and that that came back and affected you by Friday afternoon. That's... It's literally what happened. So we should we should just take your vitals on Friday afternoon after work, and if you're like all upbeat and like running a heart rate of like 110 or some shit, we know the Jaguars already won, and we can place a lot of money on a bet. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say we can gamble like that. Awesome. I'm, I'm gonna to empty it. out my bank account on that because <laughs> the Bengals are freaking scaring me the way that we've been playing. So, but They're we won't get to you? that yet. Yeah. We have some other stuff. Let's talk about the Saints. Yeah, Let's talk about the Saints. I have a story for you. Let's do it. I have a story. Um, it's a very sad story. Uh, it involves young boy. Um, 32 years old, myself, uh, who, <laughs> who was in Dallas and logging into their NFL Sunday ticket account to watch the Jaguars and Saints game. And the game didn't load the entire three hours. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, I have a confession, um, dear co-host. I did not watch the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't miss much, though. Okay. I have I have Game Pass, so I came back and watched it. So, oh, okay, yeah, but you yeah. didn't watch it live. Okay, okay it I live. thought you just walked in here no, not I, having watched the whole game. No, 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 no. I have stronger ethics than that. Um, I I didn't watch it live. I did the only worse thing than not watching it live, sitting on a laptop trying to refresh it for three hours while <laughs> the game was being played, and I'm tracking it on ESPN Game Pass, or whatever. It was it was pathetic. So when did you watch the game? Uh. Later that night. 
Okay. Later that night. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I caught, uh, I caught the Chiefs dropping one to our division rivals, the Houston Texans. Oh. That was depressing. My aunts were there. They're from Houston. So they got to rub that in my face as I wasn't able to watch the Jaguars <laughs> at the same time. So were you pretty free on Sunday then? Because the wedding was Saturday, right? Wedding was Saturday. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm like you. I have, I have, I'm emotionally impacted by the Jaguars' uh, successes and failures. Um, Are you saying you had a bad weekend too? I had a bad weekend too. You can feel it. My version is like in like in Saudi Arabia and Jeddah had a bicycle that I'd ride around, like go to friends' houses and film screenings and shit, like after work. Or, hey, and if it's a good week, we're we're pedaling hard. Right? <laughs> Everybody sounds Tony Baselli's voice sounds beautiful, right? If it's a, oh, if it's yes, a good week, it does. If it's a bad week, mm, mm, I am switching that playlist. I didn't even listen to uh, Tony's show and stuff because I was going to listen to it and then the whole Jalen thing happened. I mean, the whole oh, number yeah, 20 thing we, happened. Uh, I th- I'm going to censor that one out later. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, we've got to talk about a Rams trade later. But not that guy. Marcus Peters, maybe. Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. So creative, aren't they? Anyways, Jaguar Saints. What'd you see? I'll tell you what I saw. Yep. Like My first initial thought was, <clears throat> excuse me, Gardner's happy feet. Did you notice that? Jittery happy feet? Just happy feet in the pocket. Like, this guy is starting to... Remember those plays he was making against the Broncos? Yeah. It turned into <clears throat> kind of a negative thing now. Uh, He's, he thinks that pressure's coming when it's actually not even there. Scramble first. Scramble first, almost. But he scrambles scramble more to throw. <laughs> he scrambles to throw, though. He doesn't really scramble to run. I see, I see. But he just kept feeling like he was like, you know, had pressure mm-hmm. on him, but he didn't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue, because um, I know there's a lot of uh, Minshew criticism this week, and the general take was that he played his first game where he really looked like a first-year player, a rookie that was uncomfortable and not really reading defense as well. Um, and we can talk about that in a second. But I, arg- I would argue that, that even in the Panthers game, albeit, I mean, he had a great game throwing. Yeah, he did. That he had some jittery moments against the Panthers as Agreed. well. Agreed. It's yeah. been two weeks now. It's so. been like that. Um, and I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's psychological. I don't know. I mean, like the Jaguars franchise has been doing selling Minshew mania discounts and uh, you know buy your mustache, get a free this and that, get a bandana, and I mean that's pretty visible stuff, right? Like they if, gave out the mustaches. If that's where at the game, if that's where he's going to work, and that's that's like your what makes you you is plastered all over the stadium, and people are they're having fun with it, but you know they're imitating you. I think that. I would I would be hard pressed to believe that Minshew isn't affected at all by that. I know his personality is one of calm and coolness and kind of like you know the dude abides <laughs> throughout all. There's but some pressure for I, sure. I think he's pressured. I I agree with that for so sure. What else did you notice with his play? I don't know if it was him necessarily, but he, I watched a little bit of tape from people that post here and there. I definitely noticed the receivers got no separation. Mm-hmm. No one was open. You saw him like sitting in the pocket four or five seconds and nobody. He's looking at third option, fourth option. No one's open. The strongest argument I heard about this was that he, he's been relying on DJ Chark a lot. And some people said too heavily that in this case, the Saints uh, preempted that. I don't know. I couldn't tell in my uh, condensed version view if they were playing a lot of like cover two or had like these, I think these like high safeties or something that, that took away that. I mean, because Chark, have you seen his like yards per catch? average yeah. this year it's insane they're, they're I mean, super high yeah he always catches one shocking he's like in the top five of the league in like a couple categories in receiving 
Um, and one thing that he's been just phenomenal at is these like sort of like 15, 17, 20 yard corner routes, um, you know, not even catching goes like we're talking about, like he's touching the ball 17, right. 20 yards down the line, if not longer. Um, so, so yeah, so I heard that the saints did a good job really studying tape, um, and preparing for, uh, not just Gardner, but also DJ Chark. I mean, we knew we were going to get out coached from the beginning, didn't we? Right. <laughs> I mean, we knew that. I remember I actually said the saints were going to, going to win. Yeah. Um, one good thing was Camara was shut down. Yeah, pretty much the whole game. Michael Thomas didn't have that great of a game either. He actually ended up with like 80 yards, but he actually did not play that well. Yeah. Well, let's stick on offense for the Jaguars for a second. How did you feel about Leonard Fournette this week? I thought he played hard. I thought he ran hard. Not everything was open, but he's been running hard. So no complaints from Leonard. I think it was more of the receivers not getting open. You know, Chark, Westbrook. I mean, I could tell they they designed a couple plays to Chark. If you didn't notice, they had one mm-hmm. where he was, it was like a really short pass. Mm-hmm just so you can get some um, yards after the catch. But as for deep balls, what we were just talking about, nothing at all. We were, we were, it seemed like we were going a little bit deeper into the uh, playbook in terms of trying to create these more, I don't know, um, check down is not the right word, <laughs> but like sort of like a sideline, sorry, a line of scrimmage level yeah, separation. Yeah, throw to the flats. Just to try to, all yeah. Kind of shit, yeah. So... Um, you know, in the past, I mean, this is, this is, I still think there's some, something cool to take out of this and largely goes back to DiFilippo's uh, game planning. But in the past that would have been, uh, would have looked even more desperate, right? Or like not actually more like less planned out, right? Like just like sort of desperate checkdowns. Oh my goodness. It, it would have been bad. They wouldn't even tried really. It would have been dumped down, run, run, run. And we'll lose like that because they were comfortable losing like that. You know, oh yeah, years before. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of a way to pass the afternoon. Yeah, well, okay, well, let's. I don't know if you have any other comments on the offense. Um, just that DJ Chark couldn't get open. I saw Lattimore to cover him a lot. He's really good. Mm-hmm. He might be the best corner in the league. Oh, Lattimore is all over the place. Actually, well, now I can just say he's the best corner in the league because I have no one to defend <laughs> on on this side. You know, <laughs> so um, that's all for the offense. So it was pretty uneventful game i would say for the most part mm-hmm. so and i think is lambo still uh perfect this year in field goal percentage yes he is perfect he hit did he hit two i believe mm-hmm. yep he's still perfect he's actually uh, i saw a graphic on a different game it was like the highest field goal percentage mm-hmm. and he was top five in like the last five or five six years since he came in Really? Since since he since he came to the Jaguars in 2017, he has insane statistics. He's been money, super high. Yeah, the same guy that got um, booted off the Chargers. I'm pretty sure. Isn't that and bizarre? They did not like him either. They yeah. were not a big fan. And now and FC Dallas home. and <laughs> FC Dallas forgot he was a goalie. But yeah, that's all I got for um, our offense. Okay, so let's look at the defensive front. The general story this week was that the defense, after having collapsed against Christian McCaffrey. Um, having had d- difficulties uh, covering the run entirely in that game, um, not doing amazingly well against the Broncos in the game that we went to, uh, having other lapses um, earlier on against the Chiefs, kind of you know one of the ones kind of be to be expected, uh, but the, the way in which Chiefs were scoring on us was was uh, embarrassing at times, like so missed coverages. Oh yeah, um, you know I have I don't know how many mental images of Miles Jack doing his like last ditch <laughs> sprint with his arms flailing like. A la Nintendo 64 character, <laughs> like trying to catch someone in the end zone. That game was ugly defensively. <laughs> but how would you how would you talk about the defensive performance against the Saints this last Sunday? 
I think they were great. I think it was uh, one of the better performances this year from us. You could tell they made an emphasis on stopping the run and containing Kamara because he was contained. You could tell there was no missed gaps. Everyone was in their spot. The tackle, the tackling was really good, actually, on Sunday. I think it was probably the best defensive performance of our, of our year. Wow. They did score one touchdown, but we made them work for it. Yeah. I mean, it was a low-scoring game. I mean, this is, this, is exactly. where, this is when we start to kind of look at the game as a whole now. Right. It's a super frustrating game to watch because you know, you're within scoring distance the entire game. And you're even, you know, tied here and there at really low scores, three and six. But still unable to pull off a score, like possession after possession. Yeah, right. we got in the red zone. I believe both times mm-hmm. we were in the red zone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we kicked field goals. Decent drives. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, good teams, they end up getting touchdowns at the end of drives, not field goals. But that's not our fault. The Saints defense is really good. You see Cameron Jordan... uh mock Gardner Minshew with the whole mustache thing yeah. oh man yeah. that guy's an ass he's really good but he's an ass <laughs> he's actually a really smart guy he's on one of um Colin Coward's show a ton so I hear him talk I actually heard him last week before the Jaguars game he has a lot a lot of good things to say he seems like a good guy but when we're playing him not so much <laughs> I've never been a fan of him yeah but other than that the, the defense was good the corners were uh pretty decent I thought too Trey Herndon's actually been playing pretty good and mm-hmm. Trey Herndon's the starter now, if you did not know. Mm-hmm. So I I look forward to see what he does the rest of the season as a starter. And he might have a chip on his shoulder, you know? And now he knows that, hey, like, I'm the guy here. I'm on the side. And same with A.J. Boye. He knows he's the top corner. So tell me about this. I'm actually really, really uh, confused. Um, so A.J. Boye is, is a top-ranked corner in the NFL. He's been solid since coming to the Jaguars at the, I guess the start of the 2017 state yep. uh, season from the Texans. And my assumption is that when our other top corner <laughs> departs, that AJ Bouye would immediately assume that role and cover the top receiver on the opposing team. But that's not the case. Is this just because he's a CB two? uh, like th- those are the kind of, he just, he covers like a particular type of, uh, route and formation and that it would be too much to get him over or is, am i wrong with this he's going to be covering the top or some corners prefer playing one side only you know mm-hmm. i uh, what was that richard sherman used to do that right he'd only play the left side mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people would wonder why he wouldn't follow around the best receiver mm-hmm. i don't know i i think aj boy is really good and year after year i keep seeing like on pff he gets rated so high There's things that are higher than the other corner he was lining up opposite side of right yeah there, there were ways in which he he i think it was like I don't know if it's like yards per catch or something. Like one of these stats. They, they always found stats insane. to like show that AJ Boye was like statistically somehow better than Jalen Ramsey. But uh, like the mm, eye I test. that went out. Oh, God, I'm oh, so sorry. God, I keep yeah. saying his name. Yeah. But I never saw it. I always thought 20 was the best corner on the team. But well, Boye you, was good. I think he was more complimentary though. So does Trey, I mean, you saw his performance against the Saints. You know, we saw him against uh, the Panthers um, and the Broncos. And he's been getting picked on. He got picked on in Denver for sure. I'll tell you that. Is this something that we think he's going to be able to grow through, and, and we're going to groom him to be our you know CB one, or or do you think the Jaguars are on the market for another corner? Well, I mean, this is a deep draft for one, and we have some picks. If you did not know, so why not take a corner, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, these corners are flying around now. Uh, the past couple of years, like past five years, Ohio State has thrown out three elite corners, you know, hmm. well, maybe two, you know, Ward's really good. Marshawn Lattimore's really good. They actually have one right now. Um, what's his name? The corner on Ohio State. Oh, man, he's really good. He has, he has a funny name. I can't remember his name. And I don't know what his name is. He's really good, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not forgetting about Eli Apple. Eli Apple has been uh, pretty much a bust. But they are releasing a lot of good corners, and there are some good corners in the league. I've been watching a lot of college football. I don't think that's where we go first. Jeff Okuda. That's his name. Okuda. Okuda. Yep. That's him. And he's um, supposed to be the shit. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I watched him against Nebraska. DBU. DBU. Apparently, Ohio State is DBU. And I, I can actually go with that now. I used to say Florida State with Jalen and Derwin James and Xavier Rhodes. But, no. Ohio State. Got the best corners. Period. But, what else we got for the Saints game? I don't even want to talk about the Saints game, man. Oh, it's a, it was a weird one. Oh. Yeah. Um, a big big letdown. And definitely kind of a, a lapse in some ways. Uh, based on how well we had been playing this season. One of our issues had been that we hadn't matched offensive to defensive performance so far. Right? So yeah, as in one plays bad and one plays good every exactly. single week. Yeah, and we, yeah we, I agree. We're going to need that to happen to win more games. Um, in this case, it was especially disheartening because the defense put up a really good showing. Um, and the no, offense couldn't muster. I mean, we're talking like a touchdown, right? Right. Which they've been really good at this year. I mean, we've been much more efficient in terms of scoring touchdowns Versus last year, especially, and even the year before, I would argue. Um, I agree. You know, Leonard Fournette's back in business, back from the dead. I agree. Uh, but I do think, so like in the 2017 season, a lot of our points and stuff would come off of turnovers. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about how it's not happening. That was the reason we made it as far as we did that year. Those turnovers and the defense. But it wasn't just the defense. It was the turnovers we were causing. And then we would take care of the ball, which we've been taking care of the ball fairly well this year. Yeah. So turnovers, um, interceptions, uh, dropped interceptions. This is all making me think of a certain player. No. Do we have to do this? I Do we have to? I, well, I think we deserve a, a pat on our backs. I'm going to lift my hand right here. And right there. Yeah, that's a spot. For not talking about... <clears throat> ready? On three. One, two, three. Jalen Ramsey. Yep. Ah, yep. Oh, I don't know. It was like a whirlwind, like from the argument with Doug to Shadkan telling us, oh, we had a heart to heart and we're best friends and he's going to play against the Saints and he didn't play and then all of a sudden he's traded. I knew he was going to get traded after Marcus Peters got shipped off to Baltimore. Mm, and You could feel it. Yeah, and then they got Talib on IR. They needed a corner. There he is. Wow. Uh, I mean, okay, well, what's the story? So Jalen sat out for three weeks under different reasons. Different uh, various people inside the Jaguars commenting on the Jaguars have wholeheartedly believed Jalen's reasons. The most... um, recent of which and the longest running of which is the back injury, back pain that he's, he's uh, endured not just this season, but in, in the past as well. And uh, I, I hate to be 
on the side of people saying like, oh, he's full of it. He's just doing this as like a political move. But the fact that he's pretty much cleared to practice with the Rams now and looking to play on Sunday um, <laughs> seems like, I mean, I don't know. Southern California is a pretty rejuvenating place. You see, he was strutting onto the field today. I was watching uh, uh, some videos of it, just smiling. He's so happy, isn't he? Yeah. He is happy, but, you know, I wish the best for him. He's He's still my favorite player. Just because he's not on the Jaguars doesn't make him not my favorite player. Allen Robinson's probably yeah. my second favorite player. He doesn't play for us. It's just one of those things. I don't know. I love him. I loved what he did for us. He he brought that, you know, that passion, that fiery passion that I loved. And I think there's hope for you, though, to keep rooting for him. Because he's on a team now who's maybe not starters completely at the moment, but it might be pretty soon. They're going to be like... 10% Jaguars. I know. Right? They have three of our last four first round picks right now. Oh. Not or the last four. Uh, last, uh, three last five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jalen has rejoined uh, a disgruntled Dante Fowler um, who left the Jaguars for the Saints in a trade last year. Not nearly as seismic of a, of a trade. Yeah, we um, didn't even get shit for it, really. And he but. went and performed, right? This guy, you know, we were... We were, as uh, Malik Jackson would have said, we were on the couch sitting at home watching while he was deep in the playoffs, <laughs> uh, making a difference, right? Causing fumbles. Definitely. Being aggressive. I mean, he didn't really get to... I feel like he didn't get the opportunity with the Jaguars that he wanted. So I think it was a different situation because he would come out, come on third downs and, you know, like as a sub. Just getting rotated in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think he wanted to go somewhere where he could be used. I mean, he was picked so early. Why not use him? Yeah, I mean I, now we have Taven Bryan, so it was obvious that he had to go at some point. Right? Oh, I forgot we have an entry. We will. We're gonna hear from Taven. Entry from Taven's, Taven's diary. Back. It's been a month. We gotta we gotta do it. Um, well, who's the other? Who's the other? God, I can't remember. Who's the other uh, Jaguar that's on the Rams? Um, no. Also a, t- a first round pick. A legend. Also a lot of drama until they departed. Finally. Oh God, what's one of the best running quarterbacks to ever play the game? Oh, Bortles. Yeah. My boy Blake. Blake Bortles. Blake. Mother. Check down. Get upset. About to be the starter for the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Bortles. Isn't that funny? Are Rams fans really calling for him to be the starter? It's bizarre. Have they not seen. The good place. TV. (laughs) For the last three years. Well, here's where I'm interested. Is that Ramsey pretty notoriously hasn't been a huge Bortles fan. He's kept it like teamwork professional for the most part, but he, for all three full seasons with the Jaguars, he was playing with Bortles on the other side of the field on the offense. Um, And I think it was like the start of the 2017 season or something or 2018. I can't remember one, which one that where Ramsey was like, I'm doing things that like people know you're doing. Like this is obvious you're doing right. Like liking tweets about Bortles being trash or like Bortles being benched or whatever. (laughs) You just like from a professional standpoint, from the sake of your team, you just don't do that, right? To to disrupt the unity. That's pretty awkward, though. Hey, Blake. Super awkward. Hey, if we want to talk <laughs> about Jalen Ramsey's Twitter feed, Jesus. Oh man. my goodness. And Instagram. He's so effing like like laxidate. Is that a word? Like religious with it? Like too? Because yeah. so everything's about love your neighbor. Do this and that. Do God's you, goddess. Da, 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 yeah. God's this. God granted this. God whatever. Man, it's been it's been to be honest from my side, it's been a little hard not to take the like, okay, see you later, Jalen. Yeah. Which brings us to our segment here, Jalen, bash or no bash. 
And uh, <laughs> I know it's tough for you because this is one of uh, this is your favorite player. Um, but we've seen a lot of Jalen hate over the last couple days as oh, he's been departing. Um, and so, yeah, what was your, been your take on that? How have you handled that? I'm, I'm not with the bashing of him. I mean, like they all say, the NFL is a business or whatever. Players come and go, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a new day. People don't stay with the teams they were drafted to. It's, it's starting to happen in the NFL now. Finally, yeah. it happened. Yeah. It started in the NBA, you know, like the player runs it. Basically, they have all the power. Yeah. And then it turned into in the NFL is always, you know, people up top have the power to, to a really bad degree. I mean, like NFL players have been very restricted, very restricted. But is this a good thing that they are open to say, hey, I don't want to play here. I want to go here. I mean, I don't like it. I like players who stay where they are. And then you build that bond with them, you know, years and years and years. But shit happens. So I'm not mad at him, not disappointed. I'll still root for him. I do hope the Rams suck just for our picks. But I do want to say Brian Sexton's been driving me crazy. Brian Sexton, oh, who's you been. Can throw that in there. Uh, okay. I guess the radio host of the Jaguars since back in the freaking day. Um, <laughs> and now uh, has has been covering the Jalen situation as sort of like, flip floppy like oh yeah like i work for the franchise kind of kind of way um initially it was oh jalen's asking for a trade well well he can't do that right and like look at look at how he behaved on the side Un- unbecoming and something like <laughs> freaking tom coughlin himself i'm sure it's what he said in their private meeting and then and then come back the other way right shot con comes out and says yep there's no way in hell we're trading this player Right, we're not going to trade Jalen. Jalen's a superstar. He stays with us. We're going to pay him whatever he wants. And then let me go the other side. Oh, oh well, oh, well, Jalen's a generational talent that we can never afford to give up. You know, like uh, if you, you can't make up. If you mind. offered me like five Super Bowls, I wouldn't even trade Jalen for that. You know, it's like insane. And then and then now Jalen's traded, and suddenly he today was sharing stories like meta like fables about like a scorpion riding on the back of a frog and like the scorpion tells a frog if we go into the water i'm gonna sting you no matter what and the frog's like why would you do that he's like i'm a scorpion that's what and i do they go into the water and, he's, and he stings it i don't know it seems uh a little pointed um and maybe like i don't know maybe not reflective of the the real world as you talked to mention the business element of this yeah, you know, I think we've talked about us not being fans of Brian Sexton. I don't know. I just can't do the hate. I think even Ashlyn was kind of bashing him a Jumping little bit. Jumping on it a bit, yeah. Yeah, because she, she was like, well, he's not on the Jaguars now, so bye, see ya. If you don't want to be here, and I get the whole, like, if you don't want to be here, leave. I agree with that, but. They went on this whole rant of like, yeah, like, oh, well, he's clearly someone who's never going to be happy, and he's going to go from team to team to team to team. Like Dion. And, and yeah, Brian, they made, they made like the Dion. Dion. And Brian said, I mean, clearly he'll never be in any team's ring of honor. <laughs> what the f- is going through your minds, man? He's a hater. He's yeah. a certified hater. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, enough of Jalen. Yeah, let's let's not talk about. It. Let's maybe not ever bring him up again. Did, oh well, that's impossible. Did he just? <laughs> I'm going to bring him up right now. Did he just change his number to 22? No, he's still oh. 20. What was the 20? I saw some like mock up of him in 22. Did you? Yeah. Well, uh, Rams I know Marcus Peters was 22, so the number would be available. I'm pretty sure he's number 20. Okay. He's okay. still 2.0. For now. For now. Until he upgrades to iOS 2.2. He's going to be on an island by himself, by the way. It's going to be tough sledding for him, by the way. Because <laughs> their secondary has been a struggling. They've been mm-hmm. really bad. Their whole team has been a mess. They're on a three-game losing streak, I believe, too. And I have yeah. no idea who they they're play tanking. this they're weekend. Tanking. Yeah. Hopefully they tank. 
Well, speaking of tanking, do we want to welcome our uh, new guest onto the show? Oh, yeah. We have a new friend on the show this week, uh, Dallas. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I am very, very curious to hear your background with the Bengals. Asad and I have shared our various stories with the Jaguars. We have been the ostracized, marginalized populations living in different states and countries following our beloved team. Um, give us a little bit of background on your love for uh, Cincinnati. So I was a huge Corey Dillon fan. Huge. Um, and it's a shame he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Um, so I just, when he left, went to Pitt, uh, not Pittsburgh, uh, New England. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a bandwagoner. They're going to be really good. So I just kind of stuck with them. It's It's been rough. Uh, a couple years ago, we were good. Yeah. Never got out of the first round, but... I have faith. I'm running out of faith, though, here. So hopefully they change it around here soon. Zach Taylor, we believe. All right. It makes three of us, right, that are um, running out of faith here. <laughs> yeah. Um, sweet. Well, let's talk about, before we get into the Jaguars versus Bengals, I'm really interested to hear some other takes on teams around the NFL. Uh, we've got a couple stories of teams that had been doing really well this season and then have taken a turn recently. Um, one of them we already touched on is is the Rams, uh, who are we thinking we're, we're thinking they're making this move that dishes out two future first round picks to the Jaguars in an effort to get Jalen Ramsey as a way to turn around their season. Right, it's kind of like a win now move um, for the Jaguars. Hey man, it's weird. I, it's got me thinking about all these other teams tanking for early draft picks now because we're in that conversation, right? And we we want the Rams to do that. <laughs> and, we, and here they are giving up all their draft picks for. <laughs> The last five, six years, they aren't going to draft in the first round for a while. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so other teams um, that have taken a turn, the Cowboys. So I got my Dallas connections. We got to see another uh, uh, letdown. They lost to the Jets. They yeah. look like shit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 watch it. Watch it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you still want to have that wedding invite. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They don't look very good, huh? Uh, so is Dak Prescott for real? Because remember, I came on... A couple weeks ago, and I was like, you know, I need to give Dak Prescott credit because he's playing well. But then they started playing good teams, and all of a sudden, yeah. they can't win a game. Dak was on superhuman level the first few games. Everyone was saying this is his performance to get a, a blockbuster uh, contract. I think he was asking for like $40 million a year or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not going to get that. <laughs> his stock is dropping. Yeah, it's like he's down to twenty. But we do have another quarterback that I think we'd agree has played um, even better than Prescott in his uh, peak this season. Um, and even in the struggles has been pretty decent. It's Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs. They lost the last two games as well. Very unfortunately, they lost them to people that uh, if we do have any sort of tiebreaker later on in the season, uh, <laughs> these these yeah. losses uh, definitely don't, hurt the, don't help the Jaguars, right? So the Colts and then the Texans. Um, how do you feel about the Chiefs right now? Do you guys think that this is kind of like a, a blip in the system? Well, we just got um, word that they're losing. Is that they're, what you said? No, you said they're, they're losing beating, right now? They're beating oh, the they're, Broncos. They're beating I mean, no, them. sorry. I'm sorry. They are losing 6-0. 6-0. Ah, there's trouble in paradise over and there. And I think, I yeah. believe, the Broncos had the ball for a good six-minute drive, their first drive. So if the Broncos won this them. game, they would be 3-4. and four. The Chiefs would be 4-3. Four and, four and three. Holy shit. But we own the tiebreaker <laughs> over the Broncos. That's what I keep looking back to. We beat the Broncos, oh, we're talking so we own the tiebreaker. Wild card, wild card. Yeah, deep. Yeah, I yeah. doubt it'll come down to that. Wow. Well, hopefully, because we're it does. gonna win out. I mean, we'll be like uh, twelve and four. 
We have the Jets and the Bengals. We're going to get back to 500, aren't we? Hey, that's what the Cowboys soon. said. Yeah. <laughs> spoke too soon, 7-6. Oh, oh right. yeah, and there we go. All this shit's happening live. Oh, while we're talking about the NFL, I yeah. need to give a shout out. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is back. Yeah. He's back, baby. I've been a big oh, fan man. of him. He's been struggling. People are giving me shit. Kirk's looking good. Uh, he's answered, you know, to the criticism. So I'm happy for Kirk Cousins. Keep balling. Keep balling. Good stuff. Well, on that note, people doing well. Um, if you could, if you guys want to take a stab at like a top five in the NFL after this reshuffling, who do you have as your Super Bowl favorites? I have the Packers and oh. New England. Um, oh, wow. I do have New England winning it. Until somebody can prove me wrong in the AFC, uh, New England is the team to beat. So, and the Packers look really good. They actually have a run game now, finally. Yeah. yeah. And their defense is playing really well too, as well. So. I do have those two teams in my Super Bowl prediction. What are your top teams looking like? I do too. I have the same teams. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, um, the Packers, definitely in the NFC. They finally got the whole Matt LaFleur, uh, Aaron Rodgers connection going on. They bicker, but oh man, they're good. And you see what the Packers did without anybody? No Devontae Adams. Geronimo Allison got hurt. And I don't know if you remember him. Mm. Did you see? Did you watch the Monday night game? It was Detroit. Did either of you guys watch it? I didn't watch it. I'm still fighting NFL Sunday ticket. For <laughs> Anyways, um, Aaron Rodgers, there's a really cool story about Alan Lazard. Do you remember Alan Lazard? He was on our practice squad last year. He went to Iowa State. I was mm-hmm, actually a big mm-hmm. fan of him. Yeah. And he ended up in Green Bay, was kind of behind a bunch of people, and he caught a, a couple catches. He had like four catches for like 80 yards, some shit like that. Whoa. And a touchdown. Yeah. And he was a former Jaguar, and he actually um, spends a lot of time here in Denver. No way. How do I know that? Instagram. Oh, okay. So, so <laughs> no, stalking, seriously. Yeah, I, thought, no. I think his girlfriend lives here. He's like right into at Cherry Creek. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he's a good player. He's one of those uh, big, uh, I'm going to go get the ball yeah. kind of receivers. And they were, he was saying, Aaron Rodgers, in an interview, was saying that Alan Lazard came up to him in the huddle and was like, hey, I'm running this route. And basically saying, <laughs> I want the ball. Yeah, made him confident. Exactly. So, and then Aaron Rodgers was like, "All right, I like that confidence, and I'm gonna throw you the ball." So, um, basically, what I'm saying is, when you have a great quarterback like that, it yeah. doesn't matter who the hell's around you, because mm-hmm. great quarterbacks make receivers like Tom Brady his whole career. You know, he's had some bums on his team. He's made them look good. Make them better, right? Well, I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, because the Packers haven't had perfect seasons the last since winning the Super Bowl, really. Right, so um, they've they've had their fair share of troubles, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, overall though, yeah, if if you want to put your money behind a team like the Patriots or the Packers that that have proven that resilience and the ability to elevate everyone around them, then oh yeah, and then I have the Patriots sure. on the other side. Yeah. The Patriots I've got, for sure. I've got the Niners and Jaguars in Super Bowl. So, so. I like it. My Madden, like, my like, Madden, like Madden Super Bowl, not the real one. I'm just, I don't know if we're talking about, we're talking about real football still. Or, right? All right. I like the Niners though. Um, Niners are an undefeated team. They're at 5-0 oh, right I keep now. Forgetting. They are point differential. You guys want to take a stab at it? The price is right. If you go over, you missed it. Okay. I'm going to go with they are plus. They score a lot of points, though. Too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, who have they played? They I'm going to say plus 65. Oh, I don't think it's that high. I'm going to go like if plus. You, if you go over, you miss it. Yeah, yeah. Plus 30. All right. They're plus 83. Holy oh, yeah. my goodness. Yes, Dallas wins a 15% discount. On what? <laughs> I, I, oh man. Sorry. Right. You owe me. 
You don't want shit. Yeah. There's some coffee in the pot. You can, you can have that. I was going to say like some CBD store thing. <laughs> hmm. The only team better than that, you guys have already mentioned them, is the Patriots uh, coasting at a 142 positive point differential. Uh, oh These my teams' God. point differentials are more than some entire, obviously entire divisions are going to offset with some of the negative differentials, but more than some of the entire divisions like positive accumulated <laughs> point differentials. So yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, do those two meet in the season at all? The 49ers? Uh, and, uh, the Niners and who? The Patriots? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think the they AFC do. AFC East plays what division? They play the... Who do they play in the they NFC? They play the NFC. The South, I think. So. We play the South. The well, we, the play, we, play, play the South. we play the West, so they wouldn't play So them. then they either play the Cowboys division. They do. Well, because they, uh, they play the Cowboys, they play the Eagles. And they play so the they, So they play so NFC. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Cool. All right. Um, and then, so we have... That's a, those are teams... Uh, in perfection at the moment we've got some teams not as perfect in fact the opposite of perfection with completely losing records uh, a couple of them duked it out this last week the dolphins and the redskins <laughs> did you guys watch that game did not why would we watch that game bro because the redskins it was their time to shine <laughs> was it it, is, it was actually a competitive game till the end <laughs> i saw it on the tv but i i wasn't gonna waste my time watching it even though it's probably more entertaining than the Jaguars game. These games do get interesting when you start thinking about the draft scenarios. You mentioned the NBA earlier in terms of free agency and players uh, sort of getting a degree of power and agency to move around in the league. But the NBA draft structure is weird, right? I mean, it's really interesting. Like you have the lottery. The, is it like the, mm, the lottery? Is it twelve teams or is it fourteen? More? Fourteen it, teams. It's, a, it's the teams that don't make the playoffs that they pull as the lottery. Yeah, well, percentages. Yeah, and they're weighted not. based on their mm, record. Right. But you could wind up with the top pick, mm. no matter who you are in that fourteen. Yeah, usually yes. the team with the yeah. highest um, doesn't chances get doesn't get it. Yeah. And the way that we were that we're talking about now, the Ram, we're rooting for the Rams to tank, right? Exactly. So that we have a higher pick from the Rams in each of the next two years. That people do, kind of, there's kind of a similar thing with some trades in the NBA as well, I think, right? Like there are some conditional picks that you traded away and you actually have that team's uh, uh, rank a relative percentage. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So um, the Dolphins are, are the tank for two a poster child. Or the Bengals. Children. This guy's yeah. I think we <laughs> Who is it? Um, the Bengals, uh, I, I think as a Jaguars fan, and I, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge, like, you know, jump on the bandwagon of like, you know, the Jaguars always blow it and whatever. Cause I do remember some good glory days. Right? Yeah. 1999, phew, man, party like it's 1999, right? I was a young lad then. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. However, however, uh, I, I get a little scared. Dallas, you know I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I think your Cincinnati Bengals will beat the Jaguars this week. You really going to do that to us? He's a guest. We gotta be nice. I, my defense for Cincinnati is so bad. They are <laughs> one of the worst defenses I've seen in a while. I mean, the secondary can't guard nobody. Our linebackers are no shows. If Sam Hubbard could get some help, um, it'd be nice. But we do struggle with. And I heard you guys talking earlier. Scramble quarterbacks. How Minshew is getting happy feet. We struggle with that. Josh Allen did it. Lamar Jackson has done it. A lot of people, we can't contain a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, Lamar. He was running all over you guys. We and Kyler Murray. And Kyler. So, you guys lost to Arizona. Yeah, to goodness, you've been losing um, to shit teams. Um, 
I hate to be one of these guys, though. We could easily be four and two right now. Ah, easily. Hey, come on. Yeah, easily. That's all our, our line. All of our losses, besides San Francisco. Have been to the Texans And by Pittsburgh. One. <laughs> we lost in Seattle by one. Oh, wow. We yeah, lost um, to Buffalo by five. Wow. In Buffalo. Um, we lost to Arizona by three. And we've lost to Baltimore by six. So we could easily be four and two if we could capitalize with the lead, but... That's mm. where our defense comes into play. Because yeah. they can never... Their defense is really bad. I was actually watching the Ravens-Bengals game with him. First of all, all the Ravens do is run with Lamar Jackson, but he was picking up yards, which makes me feel mm. good because those guys don't look like the best of tacklers, which means Leonard Fournette. Field day. 100-yard game, guaranteed. <laughs> wow. Uh, statistics show that certain teams losing games in narrow margins will win those games of narrow margins in the next year. Do they? <laughs> Did you I think guys you made that win up. them all last year? No, we actually started 4-1 uh, and one last year. And oh, then wow. oh, shit. Andy got hurt, AJ got hurt, um, and that's still another bright sign for this year that we haven't even seen our best player yet. And Yeah, AJ Green. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope. I've been, I've been getting updates for a month now that he's ready to go, he's ready to go, he's ready to go, and he never shows up. So Make it traded, though. Um. Uh, Zach Taylor said he is not about that <laughs> life. So I bet um, he's I bet he's good to go though because Jalen's not going to be on the other that'd side. That'd be nice. It would be a round two boxing yeah. match. Oh yeah, you yeah. guys remember that a few years ago? That was it was great. It was how to strangle someone. Mm-hmm. I was talking some shit to him and I told him he little, <laughs> he a kid, he a little boy. That's yeah, basically I wanted, to, I wanted to see the. But you don't think two. he'll be back this week? Is that I, I don't, don't think know so. Uh, no, 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 no. But they do have a a, a, a bright spot. Uh, What's his name? Auden Tate? Yes. This guy? I don't know if you've heard about him, uh, Bentley, but he just looks like a pretty like tall, big receiver, kind of possession receiver. He's been playing really well. Yeah, yeah. And they do have Tyler Boyd, who's uh, actually he really gets good. gets no touches, no looks, no nothing. Okay, just, just let it out. Just tell us about Andy Dalton. So this guy does not like Andy <laughs> Dalton, obviously. He wants to call him for Ryan Finley, their backup from <laughs> NC State. Is it, do we trust Andy Dalton, or are we actually going to go for a quarterback and give I, it up? Our line is a big problem. Um, we lost our first-round pick last year, Jonah uh, Williams, the Alabama offensive mm, lineman. Mm-hmm. He's missing the whole season. Mm. Uh, Billy Price that we got two years ago, he's not all hyped up to what he was supposed to be. Andy Dalton, <laughs> he is really a hit or miss, like legit, really. Um, when he's on, he's on. Um, but when the pocket collapses, he's like a Peyton Manning. Let me curl up in a ball. I don't want to get hit. Oh, wow. He doesn't step up in the pocket and then he'd rather throw it to, uh, Alex Erickson over a Tyler Boyd, which I'm not cool with that at all. Like give Tyler Boyd your touches. And, um, I hate to say it, but I'm ready for a new quarterback. You guys should have traded for Bortles. They kind of had the same situation as us, though. We kept riding Bortles out, <laughs> kept riding it, riding it, riding. That's what they're doing. But, but even Dalton's longer. had more proven like, success, like, for sure. Eliteness slash quasi eliteness. Bortles is eliteness. Well, Bortles had eliteness. Oh. oh my God, take the Steelers in Pittsburgh twice okay, yeah. in the same season. <laughs> 45 points on the Steelers in crunch time with the whole world minus 283 countries watching. That's pretty big. He he was good in the playoffs. Blake was good in the playoffs that year. And Andy's never good in the playoffs. Because <laughs> they're known for going, you know, uh, hitting. Well, they were winning divisions, too, yeah. but losing in the first round, wild card round. Yeah. Yeah, we lost um, in that wild card game against Pittsburgh at home. 
That's when um, Vontez, of course, cost us the game. Jeremy Hill then fumbled and then oh. somehow got a ring with New England. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. And that's when uh, Big Ben broke his collarbone and then just came back and shredded us. <sighs> That was our one, one and only chance of winning in the playoffs, and then oh we ended God. up choking it. And we haven't been back since. Wow. How long was that? That was 14? Yeah, that was like a couple years ago. Yeah. That was a while so, ago. I said, what's, uh, what's your take? What's your gut feeling this Sunday? Oh, we're winning. No, we're winning on Sunday this time. We are winning on Sunday for sure. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Leonard's going to tear these guys apart. <laughs> oh, you weren't joking about that? No, no, no. He really is. I, he's going to have a crazy game. Also, like Dallas mentioned, their secondary is not good. They had some potential, though. You know, William Jackson, um, where'd he go, Houston? Yeah. A cornerback. He was supposed to be pretty damn good, and I don't think he's played up to his potential. Okay. And then Drake Kirkpatrick. He, he was, is garbage. Yeah, and he was <laughs> supposed to be, like, pretty top-notch coming out of, out of college, too. He was Alabama, yeah? He's Alabama corner. And then, I don't know what you guys, yeah, Jesse Bates for safety, that white guy. We're, I feel like we're really young in the secondary, besides Drake Kirkpatrick. Um Jesse Bates and Sean Williams, they, and then we got this BW Webb guy that we're hyping up. I remember him. Um, yeah, he's he played for the Ravens or yeah, something. Yeah, he's yet to mm-hmm. play. Oh well, he has played, but he hasn't started. I think he's going to start this week. Um, but we'll see. Um, but you guys really don't have receivers for the secondary. Uh, the guards. Whoa! Uh, Someone hasn't been watching Jaguars. Games. We have DJ <laughs> Chark, and I've which done. I saw that he's top five in receiving yards. Yeah, and he had a really bad game. Against the Saints. He, mm. I would say he got locked up by the Saints. Oh, yeah. yeah. DBU. Oh, D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook. Uh, He's questionable, I, I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what it says on fantasy. I didn't see anything, though. But a solid receiver, hurt. though. Yeah. He's going to come in and tear you up in the slot. If Nick Foles was around, he'd be a solid receiver, but... No. We're, we're, we're Gardner hey. Minshew fans over oh, here. Let me adjust my bandana. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he had... He, Gardner did struggle last week, but... This is where you see how good a quarterback is, too, in a bounce-back game because he hasn't had a bad game yet, mm-hmm. and now he had one. Let's see how he bounces back. I was going to say, with Chark, uh, Westbrook, and also Conley, we've had what seems to be a normal, healthy rotation of passing to receivers in games that I haven't seen in a while with the Jaguars. I so. agree. What happened to Marquise, by the way? He got hurt. I, yeah. It's coming back to me. I was drinking a lot on Sunday, yeah, but it's coming back you. to me that he was hurt. <laughs> you don't believe yeah. me. Yeah, um, I think he got hurt. Or was I dreaming? So far, man, he's a non-factor this year. I love his energy. I love this guy's viciousness when he's in it. But I mean, how many targets has he gotten? And he's you know taken a while to get back from that torn ACL. Right. What do you uh, mean last year? This year or, or this year? To be honest with you, I think he has been pretty useless since we've gotten him. <laughs> since we've gotten him. I swear, we. Tell me this. We had Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, and Marquise Lee. Three receivers, right? Yeah. Alan Robinson's drafted in the second round. I believe Marquise Lee was two. Mm-hmm. And then Alan Hearns was undrafted. Undrafted, yeah. Both of those guys had 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Uh, Robinson and Hearns. Al- Robinson, the, they, Allen, the Allen brothers. They were insane. Yeah. They were insane. Yeah. Marquise Lee, hey, let's just let our 1,000-yard receivers just run off and get paid somewhere else. Alan Hearns, he's been struggling, by the way. He plays for the mm-hmm. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Alan Robinson is a I, I was player. at I was at the game where Hearns got injured with the Cowboys in the playoffs this last year. Really, it was brutal. Yeah, it was really sad. Oh, the really one. Sad. Oh man, the that NFL was stadiums sad. they have so much programming of like all the music that they can play. It's all like top forty shit and whatever. They've got like like the Broncos have their their weird like that pass was incomplete. incomplete. Uh, and then 
with the Cowboys. I don't know if the other stadiums do this, but the Cowboys have this, you know, they close the roof and it's this really echoey, loud place. Like, right. Like, and the, the loudness is weird. It feels, you can feel it in your eardrum kind of weird, right? And whenever a player goes down, they turn off all their PA stuff except for a music track of smooth jazz. What? So at one point, when someone's hurt. Turns is yeah. down in this like it's gruesome, gruesome injury. Right? You're watching. It was bad. It was really bad. And they're just playing. The stadium goes quiet. It was really sad. It was really sad to watch. But I'm glad he's back playing because a lot of players after that kind of an injury um, would take a longer time to come back. Sadly, his career is kind of coming to an end. Alan but Ernst is. I felt I felt like for so A Rob I don't think ever really dipped in performance or productivity, but Hearns. Uh, you know, didn't didn't produce at the same level of Allen Robinson. Um, I think by by their like you know second third season, right? Yeah. And Mark Easley, I felt was coming up more clutch in these third down situations. Passes across the middle. Um, he seemed you know really energetic. He was very brave. He was going into a lot of these like you know ball, catchable balls that that also put him at risk. Uh, I don't know. I felt I felt he was a camper. I felt like we shouldn't have paid him. <laughs> No, seriously, the, that was one of the biggest mistakes the Jaguars have made as of recent. That pisses me off more than the Jalen Ramsey thing. Seriously, letting A. Rob walk mm. and then paying Marquise Lee. I don't know who the hell does that. I, I always talk about this. So speaking of rising receivers, then let's go back to Auden Tate. You got um, some stats on him? Yeah, I don't know yeah, exactly yeah. how he's been doing, but yeah, he says he only played in five games this year, um, but he's caught nineteen balls. Out of uh, 35 targets for 261 yards and a touchdown. It's not bad. Um, Tyler Boyd's got 40 catches for 416. Also a touchdown. John Ross, the third. Yeah, what happened to him? He fell off. Three hurt. TDs. Oh. Only played four games. Yeah, but but that's a pretty high touchdown efficiency. Yeah, last year, he, he was a no-show last year, too. And I was I was really excited to see how. Uh, like, he was, he was doing really good at the beginning of the season. And then he's, he's really good. Uh, he got hurt like a couple weeks ago, and they said minimum eight weeks. So, oh wow! Um, I think they threw him on IR, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so the bulk of the season, so maybe not season ending, but the bulk of the season. Yeah. But how are you feeling, Dallas? What about your receiving core there? Who can we tell the Jaguars to watch out for? Um, Erickson, probably at this point, because you know, um, I hope I'm waiting for Tyler Boyd to have consistent games. Um, mm-hmm. I told him with his fantasy league that Tyler Boyd, because he picked him up, but then traded him. Um, I, I told to. him that Tyler Boyd was going to be a really good receiver and really good sleeper pickup. Um, the one touchdown is a little concerning, though, because we honestly don't even get in the red zone that much. But Yeah, if you um, don't score. Uh, you supposed Tyler to score Eifert that? is actually, I'm surprised that he's lasted this long because um, he's always an injured, prone kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, no, you guys are in the clear with our <laughs> receiving core. And our running back, uh, Joe Mixon, has been a no-show since... Last year, season. yeah. No, he had a good season last year. He did have a good season last year. I wanted to talk about, but then him, he actually. got hurt too at the end of the season last year as well. Who are you choosing? If you were to pick a running back to have on your team, would you choose Fournette or Joe Mixon? I would choose Joe Mixon because he's younger. Jesus, is he younger though? He they might younger. be around the same he's age. Yeah. Three point four yards of carry, and it's bad. Now, the offensive line is really bad. So is ours. <laughs> Doesn't sound too encouraging. So, can you promise us a Jaguars victory this Sunday? Yeah, it sounds like like you are. I cannot do that. It sounds Um, like you want a high pick next year. I I do want a high pick, um, but I can't promise you that. It it should be a close game, but we'll see. I think it'll be close, too. 
I don't think, I mean, we don't score points like crazy anyways, so. Any closing thoughts you guys have on the Jaguars, Bengals, any other points? Asad, what do you got to share with us? Oh, I see what you're hinting at. The tail of the tape. I did some uh, research about the Bengal Tiger against a Jaguar and who, who would win in a fight. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm pretty sure Bengal would win that. Yeah, let, let's hear. All right. So does anyone know the kilos to pounds? Uh, conversion? Yeah, 2.2 pounds per kilo. Okay. Well, Tigers usually weigh in at about 200 kilos, right. where the Jaguars are like 100. Pounds. So, 220 pounds. Jaguars are like half the weight. Yeah, you know. Slimmer. You know. Probably a leaner diet. You think so? That or just like. I totally... think that's just how cats are. It's just a smaller cat. Um, six, six foot is how long Bengal Tigers are. Okay, what about Nick Foles? <laughs> <laughs> Heard that thing's a foot long. Anyways. Some coffee. Um, some butter coffee. A Jaguar. Five foot two. So it looks like the Tiger is longer and heavier. Some pros. The Tiger is stronger, is from what I read. But the Jaguar's got some, you know, agility, some versatility. It can climb. It can escape. Where Tigers, Bengal Tigers, aren't known for their climbing as much. What color right? are the Bengal tigers' tongues? Pink. Mm. I don't know. Jaguars are teal. Are they? <laughs> you know why? You know why? No. I um, heard this one this week on podcast. They were designed that way because they eat panthers. Um, sure eat not. Carolina panthers. The panthers were our uh, perceived rival at the beginning of right. Yeah, same year. Yeah. God, man, I should have done this for the the other cats, the panthers versus the jaguars. I don't know which one's stronger, but seems like the tiger's pretty. Yeah, strong, it seems dude. like the tiger's strong, but this is very <laughs> important. This is important yeah. right here. Yeah. Tigers are endangered. Okay. And jaguars are threatened. Endangered <laughs> means there's less, right, than threatened. Threatened is yeah. like, eh, but endangered is like they're going out. Of they're style. going out. Yeah. So kind of like the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Do they need to reduce their carbon footprint? Maybe. You know, this could have a lot to do with their location. And where tigers are from, like Cincinnati. <laughs> they're from southern ohio i actually don't That's know where why they're are in danger because in everybody in cincinnati is out <laughs> on the hunt exactly what the hell is that there's a fire i'm joking anyways um last last point is tigers don't live as long oh huh? so uh, what's their lifespan do you know that? 10 years jaguars 13 i thought you saying like 140 or something no what kind of big ass animal lives that long but yeah, so who do you think would win a fight? I'm taking the Jaguar if there's trees. Of course trees. you are. It depends on the arena you're playing in or you're fighting in. What if there's trees and stuff? They both have very lethal bites, though, is what I read, obviously. Well, I said at the beginning, I'm going to say it again. I take the Tiger. We've got a Bengals victory coming up. It's again, it's like most teams are tempted by a trap game. The Jaguars like mentally trap themselves. Is this a trap game? No. This is not a trap <laughs> it's game. It's not a trap game. Yeah. But the Jaguars make it a trap game. No, oh. are you really gonna say we're gonna lose this week after I said the Saints are gonna beat us last week? I mean, I nothing would thrill me more than like a four touchdown Minshew performance with Fournette going over 150, uh, maybe an intercep- <laughs> interception or two to turn our. Why are you guys laughing? To turn our ratio four the other way around. <laughs> I, I would love to see um, a blowout. But I don't think we're capable right, of that. Just, let's pump the brakes a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, I wonder what the over-under is for this game. It's probably like 25, 26. It's 
probably pretty bad. But anyways, so which one would you rather have as a pet? How about that? I'm back on the jaguar and tiger thing. Yeah, um, I think tigers are kind of overrated. I would pick a jaguar. Yeah, everyone would want a tiger, right? Yeah. Like in that, what was that movie? The Hangover? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tiger? Yeah, the tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already been done before. Right? Exactly. But jaguars. You che- don't hear about cheetahs jaguars. Cheetahs are cool. Isn't if, a cheetah just we, a slim jaguar? If we ever changed the Jacksonville cheetahs, I would be down for that. What's the difference between That's them? what it took to keep the franchise in Jacksonville. Yeah, maybe the London Cheetahs. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Manchester Cheetahs would have the more. The Manchester Cheetahs. We actually might move in the next oh, year. Yeah, that'd be I heard that. That'd be pretty cool. A rumor. I can't yeah. wait. Um, move up to Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, how do you feel about Zach Taylor? Before we leave off on the Bengals thing, he, he's the rookie coach. I do. I do have faith in him, um, especially what he did with. Uh, see, he he was a quarterback coach in L.A. Um, and Jared Goff had that terrible rookie year and then got better and better and better. He did get better. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he has nothing to lose. Bench Andy Dalton. What, what is there to lose at this point? Well, I think they're going to ride him out, and then at the end of the year, just draft quarterback. They have to. So I, I do have a feeling because A.J. Green is a free agent after this year. He's leaving. Andy Dalton is a free oh, agent sure. after this year. Yeah. Um, so... It sucks that, you know, they got to go, but I think it's time to start that rebuilding phase. Start fresh um, and see where we go from there. I don't want Tua, though. I'd rather have uh, Jalen Hurts. Tank I'd rather have him. Jalen Hurts, everyone, is not that good. Yeah, I'll tell you that. He's the best quarterback in the nation, bro. Every, every player, every quarterback under Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma has been playing pretty damn good. Baker, Kyler, look at them in the NFL. Has Baker been playing good? He's been playing like shit. Okay, then. Exactly. But so, Kyler so Murray Hurts is doing shit. really well for what he everybody been, thought he's been okay. he was going to do. Yeah, he's got Cliff Kingsbury, though. Oh, okay. Same thing. Where's yeah. Zach Taylor? Oh, yeah. So Zach Taylor's from the McVeigh tree. Yeah, the mm. Sean McVeigh tree. Yeah. So, which is really the Kyle Shanahan tree, I think. No? Maybe. I don't know. Something I think like the that. Kyle Shanahan is part of the Mike Shanahan tree, brother. It's just his son. Some, I don't yeah, think he's from the he, tree. He worked with him uh, in Washington. Oh, he did, yeah. But Cir- circle that's of life That's where McVeigh was, though. So he worked with him in Washington, and then McVeigh was in Washington, and then that's how that whole tree started. All right. So any other thoughts on the Bengals and Jaguars before we head to our diary entry? Uh, score prediction, 35-13. Jazz. Damn. I'm going to go with... Uh... 21-15. Jags. Right? Jags. Jags, yeah. So he's got the Jags. What do you got? 18-7. to seven. Bengals, uh, safety, a couple two-point conversions. Makes it interesting. <laughs> oh, God. All right. And now to our latest entry of Taven's Diary. Taven's Diary. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So I got some feedback from Taven after sharing his last entry that I gave him a Southern accent unfairly and that he identifies more as bro. Um, so I'm gonna do my best. All right. All right, brah. Yeah. Yeah. So like dear diary, they say the measure of a man does not rest in his sacks, which is good news for me. Cause like, I guess since I've only got one to my name this season, we could talk about tackles. That's another story. Two solo, three assisted, baby. 
I know there's still haters out there. Dwayne Smoot dominates the inside, they say. I'll never be as tall as Calais, they say. <laughs> I've got no chance while Yannick is out there strip sacking, they say. Hey, I can strip sack. I don't know if you want to see it, but I can definitely strip sack. But to be deadpan honest, I'm not even worried about my playing time on the line. I mean, I'm averaging at least five more minutes a game this year compared to last, but I'm not worried. You know why, bro? I'm a versatile athlete. I can play any position on the defense. And with Jalen gone, that means I'm now CB7, and I like my chances. Until next time, Taven, bruh. Bruh. Very nice. Very nice, Taven. Well, Taven's diary entry. Thanks for reading it. I, we, we were lucky to, to... Many, many people died to recover that diary for this week. But you were impressed. He got some good playing time, as the same. Yeah, um, I don't know what I read, but he played a ton of snaps. It was like like 85, 90% of snaps, something like that. Yeah. can't remember the exact number. I should probably write this shit down. But yeah, um, I think he's going to have a bigger role too in the future. He's not that bad. So yeah. and we look forward to hearing from him. Again, <laughs> we'll see him. Hey, the Bengals, battle line we just heard. Is he going to have a little day? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Anyways, um, that's all I got. Any closing thoughts from you guys? I do not. Um, good luck. I will see you. Oh when yeah. We play. Do you guys wanna? I don't know. Uh, we're gonna be watching the game together. If oh, you nice. ha- if you have time. Cool. Head on over. Is there like a Bengals themed bar in Denver? No, but there's oh, not. There's I, I doubt. There's one in Cincinnati. If there's, <laughs> there's one, there's one yeah. Bengals bar in Cincinnati. There's kind of a Jaguars bar here though. You're effing kidding. I swear. I heard it on the radio. What? Isn't that How? weird? Well, they were after so the, it's the no no no. I was just listening. It's Denver radio, but I think it's Blake Street tavern of course it's and, Blake Street. yeah i know and they're like we have fans of this team and this team and they're like oh, the wow. jacksonville jaguars and i was like huh whoa and they'll be showing them all so yeah something to look into otherwise i've got i don't know dallas you've been up to boulder recently we have the dark horse tavern up there um, where they play all the nfl games he doesn't go to boulder he, he'll get in trouble up there all right can we chill <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, good stuff today, guys. Thanks for joining us, Dallas. Thanks for having me. And that's a wrap. Uh, Next time we speak, the Jaguars will have three wins. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. See you next week.